0: She's a professor forever Professor
1: forever Hello, welcome to Professor Forever I am the Professor Forever If you're a regular listener, thank you for coming back If you're new, thank you for joining me on this ride This podcast is like a ride for me as I record weekly musings, some cultural references, some feelings that are all adhered to me and those of us in this age. Thank you all. One time, a girl was riding with her father in the car and she saw a sign above a bar. And it said bar, but it was upside down. I think it was a neon sign, if I remember the story correctly. And the girl said to her father, why is that sign upside down? And the father said, So the drunks could read it. There's another father who is seen in many homes in this day and age, who says to his children, especially to one of his sons, Go after yourself all the time. There was a girl who had a father who took her what he described as bumming every other weekend. It involved getting a haircut, seeing the man's mother, and then going to a bar. With his daughters. One kid had a father whose one kid's father took him to the train station teaching the kid how to drive a stick shift. And when he got to the train station, he said, you you did a good job learning so quickly. Now drive home. And then the kid had a feeling that was the last time he was ever going to see his father. And he was right. One father that I've heard of. Smokes weed a lot with his 18-year-old daughter. These are all stories about dads. Dads that I know about. Three of these dads are related to me. One is related to my wife. The other one is a character on TV. If you listen to my last episode, It was called Barzaholic Lesbian Lounges. I got some feedback after that podcast, and a friend said to me, maybe you just don't like women. Maybe you just get along better with men. That has really got me thinking about men. And over the last couple of days, about dads in particular. I think... The dad concept is coming from also watching some shows on TV. I know it's streaming, but I'm going to call it TV, uh, that have dads that are very dramatic or anticlimactic. One of the shows being Succession. And the other one I can think of off the top of my hat being, top of my hat, top of my head being It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Both of these shows bring a lot of material about dad and dadding and dadage, which I'll coin to mean dad Baggage To the table It got me Looking for dad stories And looking for dad material And I found out There's actually a thread on Reddit Called Dadit It is there to Offer support Or advice Or just funny stories Or scary stories about anybody who is a dad in any form, a new dad, an old dad, a dad who has adopted someone, stepdad, dad who loses someone in his family. It's an interesting Reddit thread. So if anybody out there can benefit from it, I'm glad that I mention it. It makes me wonder about things For example Often on Dadit The people writing say that they change When they become dads I wonder how much truth there is to that It would be hard to quantify, I suppose But if it's true And I have seen some people change When they become a father If it is true how long does that change stick? Is it a permanent change? And does the change, the amount of change, depend on the child? Like where the child fits in the family dynamic? For example, is a change for a first father different Than a change that happens to a father upon having his sixth child. It also makes me wonder about whether or not people can find substitute dads. I lost a dad when I was young, and I think that I tried to look for substitute dads. I had a brother who is quite a bit older than me, may he rest in peace, who tried to step in to become my dad when my dad passed away. And it didn't work. Their personalities were very different. Also, me as the recipient of this substitute dad rejected This person As a dad figure I know friends Who had Qualities Of my dad When I was growing up And I think I looked for these particular friends For example I had friends who were very mechanical As was my father And then he was gone And I don't know if it was subconscious or conscious, but I did find friends to fill my life that were mechanical. I found friends who were financially savvy who could help me in those matters, which I am sure my father could have done had he lived. In the era of fluid... Everything. Fluid economics, fluid government, fluid politics, fluid gender. I wonder how these times will change the idea, the role, the stance of a dad. Dar Williams, I've talked about her before And I cannot talk about her music enough Because it's so excellent She has a song called When I Was a Boy And my heart just sang The first time I heard this song And I had to go read the lyrics right away And there's I don't want to ruin the song for you by Reciting all the lyrics But there's a part of the song I mean, it's about her youth, or the speaker's youth. Let's be clear that texts, stories, poems have speakers. They may not necessarily be the author. So the speaker talks about their youth and how they were a girl, but they did all these boyish things. And then... The song turns to the person, the speaker, older With a man that she is in a relationship with And how she has told him this story And she says this, or writes this And like the woods where I would creep It's a secret I can keep Except when I'm tired Except when I'm being caught off guard I've had a lonesome, awful day. The conversation finds its way to catching fireflies out in the backyard. And I tell the man I'm with about the other life I lived. And I say, now you're top gun. I have lost and you have won. And he says, oh, no, no. Can't you see When I was a girl, my mom and I, we always talked, and I picked flowers everywhere that I walked, and I could always cry. Now even when I'm alone, I seldom do, and I have lost some kindness, but I was a girl too, and you were just like me, and I was just like you. What a fabulous pretext for this era. Written decades ago, when about 25 years ago or so, I was sitting with a friend and we were talking about some deep things. And he said to me, You know, I don't think you have any gender. You are like a genderless being. And I had never heard of such a thing at the time. And at first I thought, Well, that makes me seem very strange And I I don't know how I feel about this But Then he said Well I'll tell you this about it I feel like It's an evolution Of humans I feel like you have an Evolutionary advantage And then I liked what he had said. And I thought more about what he had said. And I believed what he said. I never put a name to it. Although now I feel like I can say, because the discussions have evolved this way, that I am a gender. The A being absent, right? That prefix, a gender. I don't really feel. Female, nor do I feel male. I just feel like me. And I guess some people would call gender fluid because I suppose on certain days, with certain moves of the day, I might be more female than male or more male than female. In It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, it makes me wonder about finding fathers, finding actual fathers. It makes me wonder this, is finding a father, a biological father and heritage more important than having a traditional Or a traditionless Or immoral Father Who is always there for you To help you Is it really bad In other words To Stick with A person who fills the father role But isn't the best person I've thought about this with Ozark too Do you know that show? So, Jason Bateman playing a father in that show. And actually, I think he and Laura Linney do a good job of being fluid moms and dads, right? So sometimes she's the more dad-like figure for her children. Sometimes he's the more mom-like. If you watch the show, you know what I mean. But what do you feel about that? What about parents So I'm talking about fathers right now Who make a lot of money But have Lives that are Dangerous And the person knows it And they've walked into a dangerous life On purpose Yet No matter what happens And they know they can die at any minute They are able to leave A great sum of money For their children So that their children Can at least be Financially secure Which father In those situations Feels like the better father I Think This blurring should continue I'm glad we live In an age Where In fiction and in drama and in life We are seeing this blurring of genders I said that I found people in my life Friends in my life to be my father I have realized over the last decade that I've also chosen people to be very close to me who fulfill many roles, and I hope that I fulfill many roles for them. I said to a friend one time, you know, my partner, I realized that I wanted to spend my life with this person because sometimes they are my lover Sometimes they are my sister, sometimes they're like my brother, sometimes they're like my father, sometimes they're like my mother, and I feel like I do the same for them. What more support could you ask from someone than to try and inhabit every role of support possible for them? Of course, this evolution was not invented by Dar Williams. You know, even Emily Dickinson writes about being a boy. Oh, I feel like she would have made a very interesting father. You know, she has this great poem about a snake, a narrow fellow in the grass, or that's how people title it. But she says about this narrow fellow in the grass He likes a boggy acre A floor too cool for corn Yet when a boy And barefoot I more than once at noon And then she goes on to describe Having a mental burp How The snake moved away from her And she saw it as a whiplash Unbraiding in the sun So she calls herself a boy A barefoot boy And you know Sometimes when you look up Emily Dickinson's poetry online People change stuff And I noticed one time When I was going to teach this poem That somebody changed boy To child Well I think that it would be appropriate now for all of those websites to go back and put the actual pronoun in, noun, male-oriented noun that Emily chose. Back to the list of dad stories that I began with. Did you notice that I told all of those stories in third person? Just a little mini lesson on writing, creative writing. If you have a confessional story, oftentimes it's more effective emotionally if you write that story in third person. Without having a three-session class about it to explain why that is, I'll suffice to say that when you hear a third-person statement, you can relate to that a little more quickly than you can to trying to place yourself into the speaker's mind. You can say to yourself when you hear the he, she, they, I know people like that. When you hear an I did this or I I did that. It removes you somewhat more from that story. After I wrote down those stories, I decided to come up with a little list, a little array of qualities that I feel like people could use to determine what kind of dad They are Or they had Or they could be If they're not a dad Or they're not male But could be dad-like So the list that I came up with The array Says the first thing is you decide If the dad that you're investigating The dad concept you're investigating Is a solo parent A duet and what kind of duet Or a two plus parent Remember that show? Council of dads I never thought that that worked Having that council And I only watched it for a couple of episodes Because I didn't think it worked But maybe there are Two plus dads situations Or dad-like situations That I'm not aware of Okay, so if that's the first Attribute that you decide Then Are they funny Or are they serious In my story The first story that I told About the dad telling The girl about the bar sign That dad Was funny Is the dad You're thinking of funny Or slash serious And I know these are binary Lists Which are Not acceptable, but just for this little experiment, let's go with it. Are they aggressive or are they passive? Of course, the story that I told about the father saying F you to his children all the time, and it is that TV show that I mentioned, that's an aggressive father. Is your father more passive? I feel like The story about the father who chilled with his kid by smoking weed is an example of a passive father. Are they chill or are they manic? What kind of father would you like? One that's chill or one that's manic? One that's funny or one that's serious? And the last binary Quality choice. Are they present or are they absent? And as I mentioned earlier, is present always the more optimal choice? I have friends who are taking care of their fathers now. It is Difficult for them And it is difficult to watch But I know It's a part of life's journey I remember at my show one time I made a crass Joke It wasn't exactly a joke I made a crass statement saying I am very Sad that my parents are gone But I Would not Be looking forward to them aging and dying, either. And I see a lot of my friends dealing with this parent situation. I feel for them. What do you think about dads? Should they be present? Can they be absent? Do they have to be males? Let me know. Thanks for listening. Keep thinking.
0: She's got no lessons planned for me Because she's not that fancy She's a professor forever